This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Order, order. Hello and welcome to Reporters Without Orders, a podcast where we talk about what made news, what didn't and some things that absolutely shouldn't have. I'm your host Nikda and today I have with me Basant, who is a Hindi correspondent for News Laundry and Ayush. Hello, Boldo Basant. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Snigma. Ayush is just back from Ayodhya. And also joining us to talk about Ayodhya will be Omar Rashid, the Uttar Pradesh correspondent for The Hindu. Okay, before we get on with this podcast, I want to tell all the new listeners about News Laundry. We are a 100% ad-free news platform and we need your support to stay afloat. So please subscribe to us and pay to keep news free. And listeners, if you listen to this podcast on platforms like Spotify, CastBox or even Stitcher, don't forget to log on to www.newslaundry.com to check out the other cool stuff that we do. Alright, let's begin the podcast with some bizarre news stories. Who's got the best one? I think I have the best one. Really? Uh, let's see. So there was a piece of news I shared on my Insta also. Uh-huh. So I'll plug it again. Where seven students were arrested in oh, Bangalore yeah. for... Uh, <laughs> pranking people by dressing up as ghosts and you know they actually they got caught when they pranked a police officer (laughs) 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 but I was reading a Hindu copy on this and uh, one of the victims of this group was this guy who was a cab driver and he says I was in a deep sleep and woke up and had the shock of my life when a scary (laughs) man was banging on the window of the car and trying to open it and he told that to the police he had to give a statement and I thought that they actually make videos and put them uh, on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, it's called Pookie something. Yeah, but so many people do this. You know, yeah. if they get started getting arrested. Yeah. But I think they just have to draw them Yeah, in. so one of them was uh, <laughs> playing dead and the other was like, were like all gathered around him trying to scare people. Yeah, and yeah. you know, the thing, <laughs> it's so amazing how if you look at the videos of these Americans and Europeans uploading, you know, doing ghost pranks and us, the idea of Indian doing ghost prank is that that they get long hair yeah. and they wear white kurta and they just run after yeah. people <laughs> like our imagination about ghosts yeah. is so limited exactly. you know <laughs> Basant, what about you? मेरे पास उस तरीके का विचार नहीं है लेकिन अभी मैं बिहार में था अपने तो हमारे यहां एक अखबार आता है काफी चर्चित अखबार है बिहार झारखंड में प्रभात खबर एक समय पे वो क्रांति मतलब एक काफी प्रोग्रेसिव अखबार हुआ करता था उसमें एक खबर छपी थी मैंने पढ़ा हैरान रह गया स्वरा भास्कर को लेकर था हेडलाइन काफी हैरान करने वाला है स्वरा भास्कर ने सज धज कर शेयर किया फोटो ये हेडलाइन है हां अब मैं सोचा कि मतलब एक अखबार जो ऐसी मतलब लग रहा था किसी डिजिटल प्लेटफॉर्म की खबर है सच धज कर फोटो शेयर किया अंदर स्टोरी में और हैरान करने वाली बातें हैं प्रभात खबर वो अखबार है जिसके पूर्व संपादक आज राज्यसभा के उपसभापति हैं वो अखबार लिख रहा है कि स्वरा भास्कर ने सच धज कर शेयर किया फोटो वो समझ में नहीं आ रहा था कि कहना क्या चाह रहे हैं तो ये था कि मीडिया हमारे यहां बिहार में बिहार में जैसे दिल्ली में कहा जाता है कि अरुण कहा जाता था अरुण जेटली वो ब्यूरो हेड है तो आजकल हमारे बिहार में कहा जा रहा है कि नीतीश कुमार ब्यूरो हेड है वो जो कहते हैं वहीं पब्लिश होता है डिड यू सी द ऑफ इंडिया आर्टिकल ऑन सौरभ भास्कर कौन सा वाला नवंबर 4th से था उसका हेडलाइन है एक्टर कम कॉकटेल पॉलिटिशियन सौरभ भास्कर रेफर्स टू अ 4 ईयर ओल्ड चाइल्ड एक्टर एज चूतिया इन अ कॉमेडी शो दिस इज एक्चुअली द आर्टिकल इटसेल्फ देयर इज नथिंग इन द आर्टिकल हेडलाइन जो कह रहा है वही है बट या पूर्व स्वरा माई बिजार न्यूज इज ऑल्सो क्वाइट बिजार एंड एज यूजल इट्स फ्रॉम अमेरिका या प्लीज 
सो देर इज दिस मैन हु वॉज इन जेल ही वॉज सर्विंग अ लाइफ सेंटेंस फॉर बीटिंग अ मैन टू डेथ हिज नेम वॉज बेंजमिन शाइबर एंड ही सिक्सटी सिक्स ईयर्स ओल्ड एंड ही वॉज कन्विक्टेड ऑफ बीटिंग अ मैन टू डेथ इन नाइनटीन नाइन्टी सेवन एंड हीज बिन इन जेल एवर सिंस नाउ रिसेंटली ही फेल इल एंड ही वॉज टेकन टू द हॉस्पिटल एंड ही हैड सम किडनी ही हैड सम डैमेज बिकॉज ऑफ किडनी स्टोन्स और समथिंग and now he is claiming he is filed a plea in court saying that uh, his sentence his life sentence is over because he died during med- medical emergency so his heart stopped for a while oh. <laughs> so technically he died <laughs> nice nice modern problems require modern solutions yeah so but the court rejected his plea um, and he's gone back to jail he should have been a sport and accepted it no <laughs> he died he died um. कुछ भी हो सकता है। समथिंग वेरी फनी टू से। इज लाइव इन इन केस ही मस्ट प्रिजन और ही डेड इन विच केस दिस अपील इज मूट और राइट मूविंग टू स्टोरीज दैट मेड न्यूज एंड शुड हैव इन अदर वर्ड्स इंपॉर्टेंट न्यूज स्टोरीज ऑफ द वीक नाउ वी हैव ओमर रशीद जॉइनिंग अस टू टॉक अबाउट अयोध्या हाई ओमर थैंक यू सो मच फॉर कॉलिंग मी एंड गुड मॉर्निंग टू एवरी गुड मॉर्निंग All right, Omar. Let's uh, just get to the questions. Uh, you've been reporting from UP for about seven years now. Yeah, all about. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, tell me, what's been your personal experience like of, of uh, reporting from Ayodhya over the years? Um, I think it's been mixed in many ways. Mm-hmm. Because each time we land up in the town, it's because of some emergency created by the right wing groups. Right. So. there's always a sense of uh, something untoward happening mhm so it's always trying to analyze if something might erupt into some uh, uh, into something communal or a law and order issue yeah so there are there are a few anecdotes over the years that you know that keep gathering up in our memory right i think uh, 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 i think the outside world has a much more uh, you could say dedicated uh, uh, attention to ayodhya than the locals there so once we go there we are you know basically just trying to figure out where to go and you know how to bypass this, the the security apparatus there huh. so it's more of a logistical thing for us there right right uh yeah omar now that the verdict is out um mm-hmm. do you have anything to say about the verdict actually I think a lot has been written about it. Mm-hmm. I think the uh, the verdict was not unexpected. Mm-hmm. I think uh, even the most uh, liberal sections of the society they didn't expect anything else. Right. Uh, I mean we can argue the uh, the reasoning by the court and mm. uh, and the parameters you know set by it. Yeah. But I think uh, what the people of Ayodhya I think they matter more than my opinion right. is that they are kind of relieved that uh, that the verdict did not trigger any violence or any hmm. loss of property or life and that's what matters to them more because right. there's always a consolation that comes in with with any kind of defeat uh-huh. uh, 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 like even if it's a legal defeat it's a defeat for them yeah and so i think that is what uh, you know counts more uh, to them to especially uh, yeah, the muslims i remember in reading yeah. in one of your reports that uh, you spoke to this clothes trader in faizabad and he said it was a bargain for peace like you know he said if the decision was anything else there would have been bloodshed do you think this yeah. is a general sentiment amongst muslims in ayodhya that you know they just wanted to get it over with you know i mean even though they're not happy with the verdict they're happy that the whole thing is over 
Yes, yeah, that's what I said. I think there, uh, like, there was a slight hope, uh, maybe one uh, percent, that something that at least the court might, you know, divide the land and and try and you know, give some kind of a parity. Right. But uh, since that didn't happen, hmm. and because of the majoritarian climate in the country hmm. uh, over the past few years, especially. Hmm. I don't think the Muslims in Ayodhya were even expecting a favorable judgment. Mm. And uh, not just the Muslims, I think even the secular community, which includes Hindus and other communities, yeah. they were also not to, uh, they didn't expect much from the verdict. Mm -hmm. They just wanted some kind of a closure, but I think justice was not coming easily. Yeah. So, yeah. Omar, uh, did you meet any, actually, did you meet any Hindus in Ayodhya who were not happy with the verdict? Yeah, a few. And a what few did they them. have to say? Uh, especially those who who identify themselves as uh, you know liberal and secular. Like mm. one doctor I met just near the Hanuman Gari. Mm. Uh, while explaining his views to me, he was very uh, you know he stressed on the fact that he's secular. He, he wanted me to include that mm -hmm. that he wanted to identify himself as different from the other opinions. Because the dominant opinion in Ayodhya is that the people, especially the Hindus, they are in favor of a Ram temple, right. irrespective of uh, you know what the judgment would have come. They they had expectations that the government would pull it off later on. You know, yeah. they 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 knew somewhere that a Ram Mandir would be built. If not today, then maybe tomorrow. Hmm. Yeah, and then also I then I met some other uh, section of Hindus who are kind of. Uh, um, uh, I would not like to bracket them, but who have a leftist ideology. Right. So they are much more critical of things that uh, that are majoritarian or right-wing. So they were not happy, obviously, but they, uh -huh. but then for you know very obvious reasons, they could not even openly play it up because I think uh, except for the few parties involved, nobody has really spoken out against the verdict in, in clear terms. Right. So yeah, there is a sense of... Uh, we can say morning. Hmm. Yeah, and some kind of contemplation on, you know, what next and all that. So it's very quiet. There is there is an opposition, there is a protest, but hmm. it's very quiet and it's very inward. Right. So far. Yeah. Do you think, uh, what do you think, like, uh, do you see something happening in the next few months or years, you know, this discontent maybe turning into something else? Uh, you mean in Ayodhya? Yeah. Well... I can't really say because the next few months are very important mm -hmm. in terms of uh, the government setting up a trust for the temple mm -hmm. and also the whole controversy over the five-acre land that will be given to Muslims if they accept, mm. if they do, where will the land be and if they plan to construct a, t uh, a mosque, Will the right-wing fringe elements and also the right-wing elements associated with the government, will they be happy about it or would they you know, not mm. object? Mm -hmm. So I think there are many questions still hanging about the particular judgment. Right. So next three months would you know, kind of make it clear on what, uh, what next for Ayodhya. Because yeah. I feel uh, uh, the story is not yet over because we still have to decide if the Muslims will get the land and where. Mm -hmm. And what kind of land will they get. Right. Yeah, because if in case they decide to build a mosque, yeah, then there's a possibility. I'm not sure, but there's a possibility that the right-wing groups led by the VHP would not be too happy about it because they have certain uh, arguments in the past that there should be no mosque coming up within the cultural boundaries of 
Ayodhya. Right. So that's right. around 272 kilometers around Ayodhya. So they mm-hmm. wanted to keep it a Hindu site. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think these these things could bother us in future. Uh-huh. Umar, I have a question. Uh, when I was talking to many people in Ayodhya, they said that uh, so there is something called the Chauda Kosi, and I think there's a Bahatar Kosi also, 72 Kosis. So yeah, what I could understand was that the uh, some people were telling me some sadhus I was talking to that they don't want a mosque inside the 40 Chauda Kosi Parikrama. I think it's called. And outside it, they are fine with. So is this 14? How much is this area? I was actually quite confused and I couldn't find an answer to this. Um, uh, you mean the size? Uh, like how much is 14 Kosi? Yeah, I mean, how? what part of Ayodhya is 14 Kosi? Is it the Hanumangadi establishment area or is it the whole town or what is it? No, basically, uh, Kosi Parikrama. It's, it's a circumvallation. It's a roundabout of the town. So, uh, when you do a Chauda Kosi Parikrama, you walk around the town within those limits. So, the uh, distance is 14 Kosi. So, when you do the Chaurasi Kosi, the distance increases. The the diameter is larger. So, you go out of the town and you go to the adjoining districts. So, basically, it's just a circle. uh, If you draw a circle around the Ram Mandir area, then that's... uh, Panch Kosi. Then if you draw a bigger circle, it's the Chauda Kosi. Like that. Okay. Like on the, the outskirts is of the town. Right, 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 right. Thanks, thanks. Yeah. Omar, um, one more question. In what way do you think the Ram Janmabhoomi movement is uh, connected to the rise of BJP? Can you can you tell us about that? I think the numbers are there to you know, see for all of us. The BJP uh, in its earlier form, the Jansang, and also as the RSS, could never become a mainstream political party, you know, that could rule all over India. Right. They started with issues like cow, which was pretty successful, but really could not, you know, propel them to power. Then their main agenda earlier was Article 370, but as we know, it didn't really get them to power. So once they latched on to the Ram Mandir issue, that's when they started gaining power state by state and ultimately at the center. In mm-hmm. 1984, yeah. the BJP had only two seats. Mm-hmm. Today, they have 303 on their own. Yeah. So that just explains the uh, the rise. And even if you just analyze the small time frame of uh, 1984 huh. to 1996, we still see a big jump, you know, uh, from 85 to 189. Mm-hmm. So there is a direct link between the BJP's rise and the Ram Janabhumi movement and the, also the uh, decline of the Congress due to this movement. Mm-hmm. With this movement really crippled the Congress and it's, you know, vote bank, uh, as we call it. Mm-hmm. It just dispersed the Muslims towards the, towards the regional parties right. and, and the Hindus, especially the upper caste, mm. they migrated to the BJP because they felt more comfortable in that version oh. of Hindutva. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, the Mandir yes. movement uh, was one of, one of the three main pillars of the Hindutva ideology, the political ideology, besides Article 370 and Uniform Civil Code. And I think since the Hindutva politics came up in late 80s and the Mandal politics also r- rose, I don't think the Congress has ever had a majority by itself in the Indian parliament. So, and now what? See, there have been nine governments since. So that's how yes, it's yeah, that explains And it. one more fact, since hmm. 1991, hmm. I mean, when uh, very close to the demolition of the mosque, yeah. uh, uh, since 89 actually, I think, 
the Congress has not come to power in Uttar Pradesh. That's more than 30 oh, yeah. years now. Oh, yes. It's a long time. Umar, yeah, uh, so... जी मैं मैं आपसे दो सवाल जानना चाह रहा था पहला ये कि अगर फैसला एक बहुसंख्यक समाज के पक्ष में आया है जो विवादित जमीन थी वो मंदिर को दे दी गई तो और क्या अगर फैसला उल्टा आता और मस्जिद को जमीन दे दी जाती तो क्या इतनी शांति होती आपका अनुमान क्या है और ग्राउंड पे क्या दिख रहा था देखिए जो आपका पहला सवाल है वो वो एक पॉसिबिलिटी था I mean, there was a possibility that uh, you know the verdict could go in this favor or in that uh, or on that side. But I think there was this practical understanding among the people that a verdict in favor of a mosque would not be easy to apply in terms of the law and order issue and the majoritarian sentiment in the country. Because if the court ruled in favor of a mosque, then they would have to like snatch the land from the Hindus. and that is not feasible and you know that would really trigger a lot of uh, animosity due to that majoritarian sentiment so i think they a, a lot of muslims i know in ayodhya they had packed up their shops taken all their stuff out and you know migrated to some other town for a few days for, fearing that in case something like this happens then we might be attacked so there was a sense of insecurity because of this so i think a community is insecure only when they expect something adverse to happen even when there is you know something in favor of them like mm. like legal judgment going in in their favor is not really as important as their personal safety yeah. and their you know security right in the society uh, your second question sorry dusra ye ki court ne kaha ki masjid ka jo gumbad toda gaya tha wo galat tha to kya aas paas ke log ye baat kar rahe hain ki agar galat tha to jo uske gunahgar hain jo uske aaropi hain unko saza milni chahiye aur isi tarike se court sunwai kare jis tarike se mandir pe sunwai ki gayi thi हाँ तो देख देखिए ये जो डिबेट है आई थिंक द फर्स्ट थिंग वी नीड टू वेरी क्लियरली डिमार्केट इज दैट एनी सॉर्ट ऑफ डिबेट इज ऑलवेज डिवाइडेड ऑन आइडियोलॉजिकल एंड कम्युनल लाइंस इन इंडिया और मे बी कास्ट लाइंस सो हियर इफ यू टॉक टू मुस्लिम्स दे विल ऑब्वियसली पिच फॉर जस्टिस इन दैट केस बट इफ यू टॉक टू अ लार्ज सेक्शन ऑफ हिंदूज दे इट इज रियली मैटर टू दैम I mean, they are not really enthusiastic about getting justice for the demol uh, for the mosque because they believe that it was not a mosque at all. Yeah. It was not owned by the Muslims. It was a, a disputed structure which the Hindus brought down, and now they don't need to actually get justice for that. That is yeah, what they. Yeah, I mean, somebody just went and did the dirty the work for them, right? Why would they call yes, them out? Yes, true. And uh, and one more thing, it's um, and how can we understand if the people are really against or in favor of the people who did this if you just look at the election results in the last uh, 27 28 years hmm. ayodhya has elected a bjp mla yeah. uh, all the times except for once in 2012 hmm. out of in eight lok sabha elections ayodhya has elected a, a bjp mp five times and both times i mean both the mps accused of demolition Wow. Of the mosque, exactly, and yeah. also the Emily Lalu saying he's also an accused in the demolition case. So I think we can conclude that the people don't really care about that, in, mm. and in fact, the accused have been rewarded by the people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, in fact, yeah. in fact, in rewarded and also revered in the sense that when the uh, Ram Janmabhoomi movement was going on, people in UP would tell you 
that when the karsevak would were traveling to ayodhya mm. they would rest in homes in villages across up and the people in those villages would actually g- wash their feet and give them food mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. accord that kind of respect so you can understand that even though they are criminal by mm-hmm. law uh, law and order but uh, the people the don't people. see them that mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. yeah उनके लिए भी मतलब वो है जैसे आज तक ने लिखा था कि बानबेर का हीरो बानबेर सर का हो गया उमर मैं लास्ट क्वेश्चन फॉर यू यस व्हाट डू यू थिंक ऑफ मेन स्ट्रीम मीडिया कवरेज ऑफ अयोध्या मेन स्ट्रीम मीडिया आई थिंक मोस्ट ऑफ द मीडिया कवरेज हैज बीन अट्रोशियस आई मीन इन द बिल्ड अप Yeah. Um, obviously, when the uh, guidelines came in and there was some amount of monitoring in the yeah, up, the guidelines came in some, twice, no? Yeah, Before some, the verdict came out and uh, on the day, I think. Yeah. yeah. But nobody. On the day, uh, I didn't really follow the di- uh, the discussions and the debate on uh, TV that day because I was on my uh, I was on duty that day. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but uh, but what I saw, the clips and here and there, is that I think there was there was some restraint. Obviously, you know, it was much better than we expected. I think because of the whole build-up narrative that uh, you know, some channels even uh, I mean they refrained from having discussions, and I was really surprised in UP that happened. Uh-huh. So I think overall, what uh, I think the television channels have not been very objective about the issue. they have made it more of a uh, they have done just the opposite of what the what even the bjp has tried to propagate bjp has said that it's not a matter of victory or mm-hmm, loss mm-hmm. true but yeah. tv channels have made it into like that. that they have exactly portrayed it very yeah. strongly into a matter of victory for the hindu society hmm. and i think it's also evident uh, in the front page uh, news uh, you know published in the mainstream dailies of uh, uh, in the hindi heartland like if you check some uh, main papers yeah they have actually rejoiced the verdict instead of analyzing it and just placing the facts and the arguments right. for the reader to you know understand on their own mm-hmm. so i feel the the media has always played a very uh, a dicey role i uh, especially the hindi media mm-hmm. regarding the movement like and it goes back to the demolition 1980 ah Okay even before yeah, you know, that exaggerating hmm. the number of people who died yeah then सरयू की नदी का लाल लाल हो गया खून से जो बानबेर में लिखा था एक अखबार में yes exactly that's a good allegory you know hmm. to to try and uh, create this whole imagination among the hindus that there is a lot of victimhood yeah. that they need to overcome and they need to you know take uh, they need to step up right right they instigate the people in a particular chain of thought yeah. so i wouldn't really be too happy to you know read uh, those papers or follow the coverage of those ch- uh. of the channel but i feel there are also a, a few channels who have kind of uh, you know help us understand what the verdict is and what it means you know, and also some newspapers who have uh, been objective like over the years yeah so there is some saving grace i think still left <laughs> there is hope you yeah. mean All right Omar thank you so much for joining us Thank you so much Omar Thank you so much Thank you bye bye Okay to give our listeners a little background about the case we have to go back to the 16th century when the Babri Masjid was built in Faizabad about 130 kilometers away from Lucknow by Mir Baki he was a commander in the Mughal emperor Babur's army 
Troubles over the possession of the land began in the 19th century, after which the British demarcated the land and segregated the places of worship between Hindus and Muslims. Years later, in 1949, some people went and placed Lord Ram's statue under the central dome of the mosque. Soon after, a man called Gopal Singh Visharad, who was the district president of the Hindu Mahasabha of Gonda district, he filed a plea in the erstwhile Faisabad court demanding his right to pray. This was the actual beginning of the legal battle over the land in Ayodhya. Now, in 1989, the Allahabad High Court directed a status quo at the site, and three years later, in 1992, the 16th century mosque, as we all know, was razed to the ground by Hindu activists. This case was being fought between three main parties, two Hindu groups and the Muslim Waqf Board. So in September 2010, the Allahabad High Court divided the disputed land into three equal parts between the Sunni Waqf Board, the Nirmohi Akhara and Ram Lalla or the infant form of Lord Ram. The Allahabad High Court's order was challenged and about six years later, the BJP leader Subramanian Swami brought it back to limelight after he filed an appeal to allow the rebuilding of the Ram Temple so he could exercise his fundamental right to worship Ram. Then in March 2018, the Supreme Court rejected all pleas seeking to intervene and ruled that only the original parties should sort it out amongst themselves. Now earlier this year, the court tried to solve the issue one more time through mediation outside court but it didn't work and then as we all know the back-to-back -back daily hearings began that lasted for a good 40 days and they ended on the 16th of last month and the verdict was declared on november 9th so ayush you had quite the experience in ayodhya yeah oh my god so it, tell yeah. me tell me about in your words the market of tv news in ayodhya well, uh, <laughs> when I went there in October, I was in Ayodhya for a week in October. Yeah. Then, uh, in not in the middle of Ayodhya, but you can say in the towns, mm -hmm. but not the main town, is this place called the Ram Janubhumi Nyas, which mm. is the trust uh, which w overlooks the construction of the Grand Temple when mm -hmm. it comes. And mm. now it's quite near. Mm. And in the precincts of this, there's a huge space. So mm. there are these huge stones. So they've huh. already, you know, prepared all the stones required for the ground floor of the Trump Temple. Really? So it's two floors and wow. ground floor is ready. So it's all kept around. It's been, you know, the cobwebs, they are, it's also rancid, mm. this black coating. But the pink, very beautiful boulders. And in that space that is left, these TV channels were coming and their vans were there and I was wondering what they're doing there because mm. they were not doing any bulletins, they were not mm. doing any, you know, uh, recordings. So now I realized that they were actually there looking for space when the time would come to do their TV shows. Oh. And that space was after the judgment. So one day I was at the place ashram, I was uh, deciding at the guy gave me a bike. So he can say you can take it and oh. go around the town because the e-rickshaws and all it stopped. Oh. So I was traveling around the town and I realized I just stopped at the nyas and these all these babas were standing in the gates. Oh. And all these babas you see on TV. Mm. And you know, they said ki ki Baba ji, aap show mein aayega, aap show mein aayega, Raju show mein aayega. Raju Das <laughs> and Karpatri Maharaj and all these Bridge I saw Mohans. the video of Raju Das beating this yeah, guy yeah, up. Yeah, His yeah. Pura pagri opens the and all that. So, yeah, imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. So I knew there was some scene. If I found out that Aaj Tak, ABP and TV9 were doing back to back shows. Huh. 
so i thought this is the moment you know this to sit and just see how these things go so i sat and i wrote about it and <laughs> if, if you see the the way they compete in the same space because the aaj tak and the abp news sets were hardly you know in the same more of a 100 meter square area mm-hmm. and the aaj tak when it began the abp crowd moved there but aaj tak was too argument you know and, and the mood was are ab to ram mandir banega ab kyun ladai jhagda ho raha so they would go back to abp where rubika liaqat was you know wo doodh har shahar ki nadi baha rahi thi apni to and the raju das was hugging bablu khan you know and then they were holding hands so the drama tha this they got some muslim poet from lucknow who was you know quoting couplets for ram. Um, so wow. it was all harmony and peace and love of and everything course. else and uh, <laughs> but the behind the scenes is so beautiful it's so uh, the people were so interested they were so you know enthused mm-hmm. by what they were seeing because they had seen this all all this on all tv, on TV. Mm-hmm. so there was a lot of excitement there was a lot of dancing and i got to chill with rahulhit sardana and ankit tyagi oh, in their really? aaj tak man for a while <laughs> they told me you don't you're not quoting anything from you know that period when we hung out yeah. but uh, it was a good experience i had i really liked it you should read the piece i actually read the piece and it's really fun you guys yeah. should read it it's called lights camera jeshiram yeah. <laughs> and Hindi, you can read Hindi it on newslaundry.com wo profile wala hai hmm. yeah and also yeah also uh, ayush has done a brilliant profile of all these uh, saffron sadhus that come on tv news yeah you should read that as well they might be soon your uh, members of parliament so. actually ayush <laughs> ayush tell us more about these uh, sadhus like who are they where do they come from why are they like this so like what is your personal the, the sadhus are the first citizens of ayodhya and they compete in the demography of the town with the monkeys because there's so many monkeys in ayodhya and there's so many sadhus <laughs> and normal people get lost somewhere and this you all you see is bandar and sadhus and you know the hanumangarh establishment in ayodhya which is the probably the one of the most powerful religious establishments in north india yeah. is the home to this uh, sect called the ramanandi sect mm-hmm. which emerges in the 14th century mm-hmm. during the bhakti movement mm-hmm. when there is a a clash with brahmanism and saying that mm. brahman shouldn't be the mediating class mm. and therefore the, these sects come out with say that the relationship is between mm. man and god mm-hmm. direct so these are the you know ramanandi is the sect and the titular deity of ramanandi sects is ram yeah. and they settle there mm. but this they the sadhus of ayodhya were usually very militant people they were the uh, <laughs> mercenaries of the nawab of awadh they actually fought against the marathas they fought against if really? you put it today under a muslim king against a hindu monarch uh, in the deccan so there were mercenaries there was also a lot of contest in ayodhya in 18th century between the shaivites uh-huh. the nagas and the vaishnavites which are the right. ramanandis yeah, 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 yeah. so these vaishnavites actually kicked out the shaivites out of ayodhya and was a bloody battle fought and once all that was done the final frontier was the mm. muslim frontier for these people but the, you know the ramanandi sect is uh, there are three akhadas the nirmohi akhada the nirvani akhada and the digambar akhada and nirmohi akhada has been traditionally the most powerful mm-hmm. and there is politics within these akhadas to you know uh, get an edge over each other right. so for example the man who put the idol of ramlala uh-huh. inside the babri yeah, mosque yeah, yeah. was this man called abhiram das who was uh-huh. from the nirvani akhada 
who thought oh if he does this if he does this yeah, then he can trump the nirmohia khada mm-hmm. and nirwani can have a claim wow. and therefore become more influential yeah. so there are these political forces within right. them but um now they have you know after yogi adityanath became the mm-hmm. prime the chief minister the political pandora's box has opened oh, up among these people true, so true. most of these people like yeah. rajudas or some exactly. other exactly like his uh, sadhus i remember reading in your piece that rajudas is a uh, actual mahant he's yeah. not really a mahant uh, yeah. is not very happy with his political activities right yeah they're not because the the, the the akharas actually hate the saffron political groups i mm. met dharam das who is abhiram das's chela huh. he is successor uh-huh. to the nirwani akhada and he told me in an interview that you know they ye bavandar shuru karne aaye hain yahan pe काशी मथुरा से हमें कोई मतलब नहीं है और ये हिंदू मुस्लिम इशू भी नहीं है दिस इज वी एच पी क्रिएशन एंड यू नो दीज आर पीपल हु जस्ट शो अप एंड क्लेम क्रेडिट सो देर इज डिसेंशन अमंग देयर रैंक्स आल्सो बट या द ओल्डर जनरेशन इज नॉट वेरी पॉलिटिकल दो सम ऑफ द महंस लाइक अवैद्यनाथ जो आदित्यनाथ के गुरु थे वो दे स्टार्टेड दिस ट्रेडिशन ऑफ गेटिंग इन टू पॉलिटिक्स एंड राजूनाथ इज सक्सेसर टू दैटिटेज राजूदास tell me something like you know ayodhya is such an old issue how much does our generation really care about ayodhya well i mean you you obviously had to go and report now you know so much about it right yeah. like but do you think like others really others does it really matter to outside them outside ayodhya right well i don't think it does for example the most biggest engagement i saw of our generation as hmm. you put it with the ayodhya was that whole meme scene about mandir wahi banayenge and it was very shallow and right. you know, just for fun exactly. but beyond that there is no serious engagement because hmm. in urban centers in urban pockets in india hmm. religion is not that much a binding force mm-hmm. let alone lord ram or you know um, the masjid and the mandir issue but uh, in ayodhya it is you know and the as you enter into up and mm-hmm. after lucknow the the mood changes and mm-hmm. there is certain sort of obsession with uh, the whole mandir masjid issue because amongst the, young people also among young people also mm-hmm. yeah because most of these karsevaks who came 150000 mm-hmm. of them mm-hmm. in the 1992 the janmabhoomi movement were youth from up mm-hmm. bihar and with them it's because that that part of the world is the mythology the politics mm. the stories the culture has been shaped by these forces and you know even actually for many of them it goes even beyond that mm. so it's different lekin main ayush ke baat se ittefaq nahi rakhta ki jo hamari generation ke log hain unko fark nahi padta jis din natija aaya uske baad se dekhiye usse pehle dekhiye ram mandir ko lekar social media pe khaskar main मैं उस दौरान बिहार में था गांव में बच्चों को देखा कि वो काफ़ी मतलब जश्न मनाने के मूड में थे और बता रहे थे कि राम मंदिर पे फैसला आ गया है सोशल मीडिया पे आप देखिए तो एक तरीके से पूरा एक चल रहा था जो थोड़े से कोट अनकोट सेकुलर लोग हैं जी जो अपने आप को प्रोग्रेसिव बताते हैं उनको कमेंट उनको टैग किया जा रहा था आज तो जली होगी आज तो कुछ पोस्ट नहीं लिख रहे हो मतलब इस तरीके के और तब तमाम चीज़ें हो रही अर्थव्यवस्था चौपट अगर आप उस पर तब सवाल पूछ रहे थे तो लोग तक कमेंट कर दे जा रहे थे डेट तो हमने बता दिया अब कोई पूछे डेट तो बता देना नौ नवंबर जो चलता है ना कि मंदिर वही बनाएंगे डेट नहीं बताएंगे तो आ, एक राम मंदिर को लेकर कम से कम हमारी उम्र के लोग जो पच्चीस साल छब्बीस साल हाँ। उनके मन में है कि जीत 
जो मोदी जी ने कहा कि किसी के हार है ना किसी की जीत है लेकिन जीत की भावना तो है राम जन्मभूमि उनके कान में बताया जा रहा था खाना खिलाया बट वेन आई वेंट देर एंड इट्स सच अ स्मॉल एरिया यू नो द बाबरी मस्जिद रामलला सिट्स नाउ द सेंट्रल डोम ऑफ द बाबरी मस्जिद वॉज अब द बिग डोम एंड देर वॉज अ नॉर्थ ऑन द साउथ डोम बिहाइंड ऑन द साइड्स दे डोंट एग्जिस्ट आई मीन यू कांट गो देर एंड टेल दैट देर वॉज वंस अ मॉस्क हियर ट्वेंटी थर्टी ईयर्स अगो बिकॉज एवरी बिट ऑफ anything that can indicate that there was an islamic presence in this space It's has been, been removed and there's just a tent and the second time i went there i went with gorov because gorov mm. was also reporting I know, there yeah. and uh, you know the the first in october it was rather ugly huh. the dirty tent and ramlalla ko itna sa there chhota sa space they had opened so you can just get a glimpse uh-huh. from far but now they had you know opened it up furthermore they were proud there was pink cloth beautiful so and people came from jharkhand from maharashtra just to see him oh this is old woman who mm. came and i was talking to her and they, they, she said ki you know when the mandir is being built mm. i'll come here and i'll make sure that i'll cook food for the workers who will be building this mandir and i asked mm. her you know what if some muslims want to mm. contribute in making building a mm. mandir here mm. she said yeah we invited them before also they cut our heads off oh. <laughs> what's the point in inviting muslims so i thought wow there were you also met some uh, villagers who came from other parts of up yeah. and who had collected money for the mosque that yeah. is supposed to be built right and they were very proud of it also yeah so there were two people and they said that in their village mm. back in devaria district mm. they had sold a plot of uh, land they were hindus mm. and for their raised money and they had built a mosque in their own village so they were they were just telling me that they were proud of the yeah. fact that everything is good and peaceful now ayodhya ko lekar chitra tripathi jo aaj tak ki anchor hai unhone ek tweet kiya isliye maine ayush se pucha ki jab aap gaye the to ramlala so rahe the jage hue the unhone tweet hai ki ramlala ki asli tasveer khinchne ki ijazat nahi hai wo bal swaroop mein hai supreme court ne ramlala ko nyayik vyakti mante hue unhe zameen ka malikana haq diya hai jab court ka faisla aaya to ramlala bisram kar rahe the मुख्य पुजारी ने कहा कि रामलाला को जगाकर मैंने उन्हें बताया कि उन्हें बताया कोर्ट का फैसला Anyway, with that, the discussion on Ayodhya comes to an end. Now we'll move to all the drama that's going on in Maharashtra. Basant. जी. क्या हो रहा है? राष्ट्रपति शासन लागू हो गया आई नो ये शिवसेनाशियारी ने उनका डेड लाइन एक्सटेंड नहीं किया देड आस्ट फॉर थ्री मोर डेज टू प्रूव देर मेजोरिटी बट गवर्नर कोशियारी डिनाइड एंड दे वेंट टू द सुप्रीम कोर्ट एंड कोशियारी मीन वाइल आस्ट दी एन सी पी टू प्रूव देर मेजोरिटी एंड in that time itself he applied the precedence rule right baat ab matlab maharashtra mein jo chal raha hai wo batane se pehle rashtrapati shasan jo lagu hai usko lekar social media pe ek post viral kafi share ho raha hai ki rashtrapati shasan mein rashtrapati ki wahi bhumika hoti hai jo gulab jamun mein gulab ki hoti hai इसका ये मतलब निकाला जाए कि जो राष्ट्रपति शासन लागू हुआ है वो क्यों हुआ है और कैसे अचानक से लागू हो गया 
देखिए हम सबको पहले नतीजे जो थे महाराष्ट्र के वो दो सीट पे चुनाव हुआ जी गठबंधन में शिवसेना और बीजेपी चुनाव लड़ी उनका गठबंधन पहले से ही ब्रेकअप मोड में चल रहा था वो समझौता चल रहा था मान जाओ मान जाओ तो लेकिन जब चुनाव के नतीजे आए तो बीजेपी को एक सौ पांच सीटें मिली शिवसेना को फिफ्टी सिक्स कांग्रेस को चौवालीस और एनसीपी में एनसीपी को चौवन जो एनसीपी ने काफी सुधार किया था उसके बाद चुनाव नतीजे आ ही रहे थे तब तक शुरू हो गया शिवसेना फिफ्टी 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 जिसपे बीजेपी कभी राजी ही नहीं हुई बीजेपी ने कहा कि हम है ही नहीं संजय राउत जो तो जैसे नतीजे आ रहे थे शिवसेना ने कहना शुरू किया कि फिफ्टी फिफ्टी की बात हुई थी हम ढाई साल सीएम रहेंगे आपके सीएम ढाई साल रहेंगे सामना के जो संपादक हैं संजय राउत एग्रेसिव हो के हर तरीके से बीजेपी पे हमला बोलने लगे जो राज्यपाल साहब है उन्होंने तो बुलाया उनको कि आप बीजेपी को सबसे बड़ी पार्टी है वहाँ पे उन्होंने कहा हम सरकार नहीं बनाएंगे फिर शिवसेना को बुलाया गया शिवसेना चाह रही थी कि एनसीपी के गठबंधन हो जाए और कांग्रेस बाहर से समर्थन दे जी, दे। जी। लेकिन कांग्रेस का जो कुछ वर्ग है खासकर केरल का आपको पता होगा कि बाल ठाकरे की जो राजनीति की शुरुआत है वो साउथ इंडियंस के हेड से शुरू हुई थी उसके बाद बिहार यूपी पे आए थे जो उनका एक मशहूर और विवादास्पद वो लाइन है कि उठाओ लूंगी बजाओ पूंगी करके एक था उन्होंने साउथ इंडियन लोगों के लिए किया था उसके बाद बिहारियों को कितना मारा गया तो सोनिया गांधी के लिए ये डर था कि मतलब सोनिया केरल का जो कांग्रेस का धड़ा है उन्होंने उसने विरोध किया सूत्रों के हवाले से खबर आई बिहार में भी चुनाव है यूपी में प्रियंका गांधी काफी मेहनत कर रही हैं और यूपी बिहारियों के प्रति शिवसेना का नजरिया सबको पता है तो शायद इसीलिए कांग्रेस देरी कर रही थी तो बिल्कुल आइडियोलॉजी ही नहीं मिलती आइडियोलॉजी नहीं मिलती और मतलब आपका पूरा वोट बैंक चला जाता है ना आप एक तरफ से शिवसेना और बीजेपी में कोई अंतर नहीं है खासकर शिवसेना तो और एग्रेसिव है हिंदुत्व के प्रति और स्थानीय पॉलिटिक्स जो लोकल पॉलिटिक्स है तो कांग्रेस शायद इसीलिए देरी कर रही थी तब तक राष्ट्रपति शासन लगा दिया गया अब देखिए क्या होता है शिवसेना तो पहुंच गई है सुप्रीम कोर्ट डिबेट गोइंग ऑन अबाउट whether the president's rule should have been applied or not what do you think ayush i actually purposefully haven't been following the whole maharashtra scene at all because first of all i was in ayodhya and that that thing was going on its own thing but the every time i checked something on the update the it would change you know the tangent would differ uh-huh. so i honestly i'm telling yeah. you i'm not following this because the when the moment comes someone will explain this to me right. <laughs> all right so far it's almost <laughs> been 20 days since the election results came out and maharashtra still does not have a government rashtrapati shasan lag to gaya but I'll, i'll tell you generally there shouldn't be president's rule in principle in any mm-hmm. federal country mm-hmm. because the whole point is that you are stitched together combination of you know different mm-hmm. cultural Uh, spaces mm-hmm. in the subcontinent and there was a federal structure put in place in 47 to make sure that everyone mm-hmm. gets some liberty some flexibility to decide on their own set of governance lekin wo delhi se if you're ruling maharashtra mm-hmm. and if delhi say you're no, ruling also just Kashmir, after people have already given their mandate they've right. already done Exactly. Uh, what is required and that's true yeah it's completely unfair for people at least no but i think the the point is that the, even though they have given the uh, you know verdict mm-hmm. and the political parties are creating trouble and stitching up an alliance mm. the 
the benefit of doubt to the last moment should be given to these parties you know they should be given time and exactly yeah. that wasn't done to yeah, they weren't given time yeah. what was allotted was not fulfilled that's true yeah abhi jo maharashtra mein pura chal raha drama us pe media ka jo hai wo kafi hairan karne wala hai aap dekhiye ki bihar mein jo gathbandhan se chunav lada rajad aur jadyu ne nitish kumar ki party aur lalu prasad yadav ki party ne beech mein जदयू और राजद अलग हुए बीजेपी ने सरकार बना ली कई जगहों पे ऐसा हुआ जहाँ आप देखिए गोवा में बीजेपी को कम सीटें मिली ज्यादा सीटें मिली कांग्रेस को हाँ, सरकार बनी बीजेपी, बीजेपी की कल शाम को सुधीर चौधरी का शो चल रहा था उसमें चल रहा था कि शिवसेना ने किया नहीं महाराष्ट्र में जनादेश का अपमान शिवसेना कर रही क्योंकि जनादेश मिला था बीजेपी और शिवसेना गठबंधन को ये सवाल और उसके बाद इस पे शिवसेना जो है वो परिवारवादी पार्टी को कहा जा रहा था कि कांग्रेस जो गांधी फैमिली है एनसीपी जो पवार फैमिली है और ये शिवसेना जो ठाकरे फैमिली जब तक इनका ब्रेकअप नहीं हुआ था गठबंधन नहीं टूटा था बीजेपी से तब तक वो परिवारवादी पार्टी नहीं थी जब बिहार में पूरा का पूरा पूरी की पूरी सरकार गिरा के सरकार बना ली गई जब जनादेश का वो नहीं था और यहाँ आप कह रहे हैं जनादेश का अपमान हो रहा है दूसरा मैं मतलब एक आयुष तुमसे जानना चाह रहा था इस पर कि कहा जा रहा है कि शिवसेना जो एक एग्रेसिव पॉलिटिक्स करती है हिंदुत्व को लेकर जी और वो एनसीपी के साथ जा रही है जो एक सेकुलर पार्टी कही जाती है खुद को कांग्रेस जो सेकुलर पार्टी है तो कहा जा रहा है कि इस स्टेप से शिवसेना का भविष्य महाराष्ट्र में कम हो जाएगा ऐसा है क्या सवाल में एक चीज जोड़ देता हूँ कि बीजेपी ने उस पीडीपी के साथ गठबंधन किया जिसको कहा जाता था कि पीडीपी ने अफजल गुरु की हत्या जो फांसी हुई थी उस पर अपनी नाराजगी दर्ज की थी तो जब पीडीपी के साथ उसका गठबंधन हो सकता है और उसका वोट परसेंट नहीं घट सकता तो शिवसेना क्यों घटेगा अगर घटेगा तो अगर तुम मानते मैं आई थिंक द पीडीपी बीजेपी एग्जाम्पल इज डिफरेंट बिकॉज वहाँ पे जम्मू एंड कश्मीर वाला फैक्टर था कि दे आर टू डेमोग्राफिक ग्रुप्स जम्मू के हिंदूज और वैली के मुस्लिम एक ने एक पार्टी को किया दूसरे ने दूसरे को किया तो अलायंस कुड बी फॉर सिंपली फॉर द फैक्ट दैट इट डेज रिप्रेजेंटेशन ऑफ टू इंटरेस्ट्स ऑफ दीज टू ग्रुप्स लेकिन महाराष्ट्र में ऐसा कोई सिनारियो है नहीं देर इज नो डिफरेंट ग्रुप्स यू कैन से हु वोट फॉर डिफरेंट पार्टीज लेकिन शिवसेना का अग्रेसिव पॉलिटिक्स ही आई थिंक द सिंस द डे इन द नाइन्टीज वन सडनली बाल ठाकरे वन डे कम्स अप इन इज बैल्कनी वेयरिंग अ सैफर रोब and he has never professed he had never professed hindut hindutva before that and they were part of the mandir masjid movement they were part of the article 370 scene i think the idea is that teen decade ke baad hindutva politics karne ke baad if they still remain a small regional party within maharashtra that to the second largest party in their own election then that's that that, that is not doing them justice isliye they are demanding for so much uh, share of power within the bjp government because they up they are having very national aspirations they are actually looking forward to are uddhav thakre ayodhya mein aaya tha yaar 15 june ko is saal he was he was trying to make a statement there also so so their aspirations are national but if they form an alliance with ncp i don't think unka kuch vote girega because बोथ बोथ जनरली स्केटर टू मराठी ऑडियंस अब वो डिपेंड करता है कि वेर डू यू ड्रॉ द लाइन बट अनलाइक बीजेपी शिवसेना इज बोथ मराठी एंड हिंदुत्व तो इफ दे कैन जेटिसम ईदर वन ऑफ देम दैट्स We have the same story. I don't yeah. know if you guys saw, but there was this photo that went viral on social media. It was Arnab Goswami being romantically lifted up by Swami Ramdev on his show. Right. 
काफी वायरल हुआ वो फोटो जी गोदी मीडिया का प्रतीक बन गया काफी ऑकवर्ड भी था देखने में Like what the hell was going on? Someone, why are people not photoshopping that? Why is there no mustard field and all? <laughs> it, it will be very soon. Okay, it's been a while. I haven't seen anything. And just look at social media today, <laughs> yeah. by evening. जो गोदी मीडिया कहा जा रहा था उसका एक सिंबल literally गोदी मीडिया हो गया. I usually, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I was going traveling somewhere when suddenly I just checked my phone uh. and I just looked at it and I thought, "What the fuck?" And I went back to my life <laughs> because I don't expect you know sensible things right. from this channel and this anchor. But yeah, this was stepping up <laughs> one way far, so it didn't yeah, really have an impact. He went on a tirade against OAC and yeah, which was uh, very vile. Yeah, both of them, both of them actually actually yeah. very vile. Yeah. इस पे रविश कुमार ने एक छंद लिखा है अगर आप बोलें तो सुनाया जी जरूर जरूर रविश कुमार ने एक लिखा कि मीडिया का गोदी क्षण छंद कहे कुमार छह लाइन का है बाबा की गोद में रिपब्लिक देख हतप्रभ हुए श्री राम ध्वस्त मर्यादाओं को मैं कैसे देखूं अपलक अभिराम लक्ष्मण ने चुपी शादी सीता ने देखा नील गगन में इस धरा पर चमचे होंगे ऐसे कब सोचा था वन में पत्रकारिता का धर्म है कुछ दिखा इनके आचरण में प्रश्न पूछकर इस जोड़े से खामोश हो गए श्री राम कवि श्री रविश कुमार वाह 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 वेरी गुड नाउ एक्चुअली देर इज नॉट मच टू से अबाउट इट आई मीन इफ यू रियली वॉन्ट टू नो देन यू हैव टू वॉच इट्स अबाउट एन आर एंड हाफ लॉन्ग एपिसोड बट इट्स सो वाइल दैट you shouldn't watch it i wouldn't we wouldn't recommend it okay. instead you can go to newslaundry.com and read manisha's piece on it yes it's called when yeah. baba ramdev met arnab goswami yes. <coughs> and now moving to stories that didn't make news but should have ayush tell us about the environment minister of india prakash jawadekar missing meetings about yeah. air pollution well, because he had something better to do apparently yeah, no he thought so yeah. so uh, remember on 15th of october we did a story on the chart party that he hosted yeah. <laughs> meghnath was doing yeah. the story so his meeting on delhi in his environment huh. to control and mitigate air pollution mm-hmm. in delhi with the environment ministers of delhi haryana and up was mm-hmm. scheduled two days after that chart party right this fellow was in delhi for the chart party next day he flows to bombay because the elections in uh, maharashtra mm-hmm. was on 21st mm-hmm. five days ago and 16 17 18 19 he's throughout bombay pune he's mm-hmm. campaigning mm-hmm. and in those spaces were two of these meetings on air pollution scheduled for 17th and 19th and i found out you know the official document which stated that what time was the meeting supposed to be and it was right. postponed so i just looked up his social media and tried to see what he was doing at mm. that time at the, uh-huh. so august 17th sorry october 17th ko he was in pune huh. uh, around 4 5 pm he was in modi's rally mm. uh, in this college where they cut off the trees for the rally to take place oh. and you know he was in that rally and uh, in on october 19th when he had rescheduled that meeting he was giving a press conference in bombay and if you see his his digital footprints he's on he's on he's in bombay pune the days before yeah. and after that so he was practically campaigning in maharashtra by rescheduling postponing and actually never attending so in effect yeah. cancelling 
two meetings on air pollution and i could understand why he did that because on october 17th no one thought what would be there in the city 10 days later when diwali came when it was hell as i heard no, i was in ayodhya uh, actually i didn't see this uh let me tell our listeners right now that even today and yesterday evening uh pollution was really bad and we're choking i've got a bad bad throat and basant maybe so jada main bihar se aaya kyu kaafi acha matlab hawa chal ayodhya mein bhi acha tha waise but if as you travel to lucknow to sina bhari ho gaya everybody everybody is coughing yeah. wherever i'm going cab drivers coughing auto wala bhaiya is coughing everyone's coughing yeah. man jis matlab bjp ke jo bjp sarkar ke jo kendriya mantri hai paryavaran unke paas time nahi hai वायु प्रदूषण हाँ। पे मीटिंग करने का लेकिन उन्हीं के पार्टी के दिल्ली के प्रदेश अध्यक्ष मनोज तिवारी उन्होंने कल एक स्टेटमेंट दिया कि अगर दिल्ली में बीजेपी की सरकार आती है तो दो साल के अंदर वायु प्रदूषण खत्म हो जाएगा दो साल के अंदर हाँ। अब आप ये बताइए कि सबसे ज्यादा प्रदूषित शहर उत्तर प्रदेश में और गुड़गांव है कहाँ यहाँ पे गुड़गांव हरियाणा में पड़ता है पिछले पाँच साल से और फिर अभी भी वहाँ बीजेपी की सरकार है यूपी में पिछले 2017 से बीजेपी की सरकार है <laughs> दिल्ली में तो मान लो कि फिफ्टी फिफ्टी सरकार होती है 50 परसेंट <laughs> केजरीवाल सरकार है 50 परसेंट मोदी सरकार है तो आखिर ये वाला जो इनके पास आइडिया है दो साल में कम करने वाला <laughs> ये दे क्यों नहीं देते हैं या चाहते हैं कि और लोग मर जाएं फिर आइडिया देंगे आई थिंक वॉज क्रिएटिंग द यूनियन टेरिटरी का यू नो कॉन्करेंट लिस्ट एंड तो उसमें होता है ना कि यूनियन टेरिटरीज में द गवर्नमेंट हैज़ एवरीथिंग एक्सेप्ट लैंड एंड आई थिंक लॉ एंड ऑर्डर पुलिस भी उनके पास है तो मेरे को लगा लैंड के साथ हवा भी दे देनी चाहिए थी सेंट्रल गवर्नमेंट को मनोज तिवारी रियलाइज वट यूज टॉकिंग अबाउट कुछ भी बोलते हैं एंड दैट ब्रिंग्स अस टू द एंड ऑफ द पॉडकास्ट वी विल फिनिश विद समेकमेंडेशन यस माई रिकमेंडेशन टू बुक्स One is uh, by A. G. Nurani. Actually, there are two volumes of this book called mm-hmm. Babri Masjid uh, Question. Mm-hmm. And he, what he has done, he's edited. He's compiled a lot of documents right. on the Babri Masjid Ram Janmabhoomi dispute, former mm-hmm. dispute, mm-hmm. Uh, right, starting from these surveys from the Englishmen to mm-hmm. the court cases to tribunals to statements by journalists, mm-hmm. reports, and it's a very rich repository of material for anyone who wants to go. and judge things by themselves because usually authors give their own narrative but he yeah. has given the documents and you can create your own narrative yeah. second would be this very good book by dhirendra jha called ascetic games mm. which is on the sadhus and akhadas and it? making of the hindu world it so it's yeah, it actually came out this year and uh. they would give you an idea about the sadhus of ayodhya and in north india in general ग्रेट एंड पसंद हाँ हाल ही में एक किताब आई है मतलब इंग्लिश में तो पहले से आई थी मैं अभी घर जा रहा था तो रास्ते में पढ़ लिया रविश कुमार की है बोलना ही तो है मैक्सिमम आर्टिकल उनके वहीं है जो पब्लिश उनके वेब उनके जो ब्लॉग है उस पर है या उन्होंने कहीं बोला है लेकिन काफ़ी इंटरेस्टिंग है पढ़ना और एक ऐसी किताब है जो आप एक बार पढ़ने बैठे तो खत्म किए बगैर उठ नहीं सकते ऐसा हाँ काफी अच्छा लिखा है अंग्रेजी में भी है प्रॉफिट एंड इट्स अबाउट so you remember the guy who was uh, accused in meddling in the us elections the russian guy i forget his name so russia has been meddling in elections in madagascar 
can you believe that of all the places in the world madagascar madagascar so Shit. people in madagascar just wake up one day and suddenly they see a bunch of russian men okay okay and this is just before the elections were supposed to happen okay and uh, these russian men just landed up and uh, they joined the election like they said that they would so they already were talking to the Right. president of madagascar okay. before for his re-election he was talking to vladimir putin uh, apparently which i mean it's not out in the open but mm. that was happening according to reports and uh, he uh, putin offered him help and he accepted and before the election he sent these people and they came uh, and joined the activities as uh, social media managers you know election like they were helping with election work making manifestos yeah. you know putting uh, putting out posts and yeah, all of right, that right, right. And, and it's so strange right yeah. like so in order to influence people uh, voters mm. uh, they actually got this pastor who's like a cult leader all right there I forget his name but they were just went to, uh, went to his house and they like oh okay what do you want we'll give you what how much ever money you want we'll do whatever you want to do right. okay now and they wrote his speeches and they did everything for him and it's really interesting and very bizarre actually you guys should read it wow we are very eager to hear your feedback so please write to us at contact@newslaundry.com with reporters without orders in the subject line you can also leave your comments on twitter or on newslaundry's instagram handle And if you like what you hear, please rate our podcast on iTunes or whatever platform you're tuned into. We also have a bunch of other podcasts like Hafta and Offline Awesome. Better the rating, more the reach, and that means more subscribers, and that in turn means better content. और आपको अगर podcast पसंद आ रहा है, तो अपने दोस्तों के साथ साझा करें, अपने social media account पे share करें, ताकि हम ज़्यादा से ज़्यादा लोगों तक पहुँच सकें. And with that, this podcast is adjourned. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.